Broadcasting from the Any Hour Services Podcast Studios, I'm your host, Mike Wilson, and on this episode, we're going to be talking about where things go after you flush your toilet. <laughs> that worked. Let's go. That worked. <laughs> In the House is a podcast about the major systems in the house, electrical, plumbing, heating, and air conditioning. Each week, I'm joined by a panel of experts. We pick a topic and we discuss it in depth. It's meant to be informative and hopefully bring you some value. I've got Matt and I got Chasen with me today. Uh, they're managers over the drains and sewer departments at Any Hour Services. And like I mentioned before, we're going to be talking about, and you know, I don't know if it's just guys, but like, uh, you know, I was laughing at the beginning when I said what our topic was going to be. I'm going to try and approach this like a professional, but <laughs> what kind of professional? <laughs> I don't know. But like I said before, we're going to be talking about what happens to stuff after you flush the toilet. Matt didn't want us to get too specific about the it's, things it's that we're poop. flushing. It's poop. All right. So whatever you're flushing, I guess we could talk about, you know, maybe what? I don't know if we'll get to things that you shouldn't be flushing, no, we definitely can. but let's just assume that you're using your toilet properly and we're just flushing waste and, you know, things like that. So, um, I don't know what happens, Matt, what happens when you flush the toilet? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, we've all talked about the sewer lateral, right? Do you remember that? Yeah. Talk? I don't know that we used the word sewer lateral cause we call it different things, but like if you've heard us talking about your sewer main line, so the main pipe that takes everything away from the home and connects to the city that's also called a sewer lateral and so keep in mind this is we're talking about your the average home not septic tanks and we've talked about septic tanks yes we're going to be talking about a home that's hooked to the city sewer main got it and so when you flush the toilet um on a normal home connected to the city it is going through the the uh sewer main on your home it go, runs to wherever that may go maybe in the back of your home um, out in the front of the house in the middle of the road it could be across the road in front of your house in the neighbor's yard is what we've seen them it will run whatever that distance is and it'll drop into a larger main uh, now when you say it drops in do you mean that the pipe physically goes down so yeah it will go it will tap into the main is what the they will call it. It, it they drill and put a fitting that connects to the pipe but it will be um it, it between one o'clock and three o'clock on the pipe if you were looking at a pipe on a clock and the, the reason being it is dropping in it can't be too close to the bottom or else it'll just be full of sewage because there's half a pipe full of sewage that in makes that pipe all the time um, so is there like a if you imagine the the lateral going along does it have like a 45 degree that it taps in at that one o'clock exactly yeah. if, okay. you, if it was a picture perfect you'd have your your sewer main your lateral running in at a two percent um uh, and then a 45 angling right into the main got it um and that tap would be somewhere between one o'clock and three o'clock on the pipe got it um once it has dropped into that main those sewer mains are typically between eight and 42 inch uh, up to 42 inch big a, um, city, a city sewer line is 42 inches yeah. yeah yeah and in some areas like highly populated areas like not really what we have around here in utah but they can't even be bigger really so when we say four inch six inch 42 inch is that diameter yes. is that radius that's the inside diameter of the pipe got it so from one side from one inside side to the other 
42 inches or six inches yep. or whatever. Yep. Okay. So it, it, what size do we typically have around here? Around here in most neighborhoods, you're going to have somewhere between eight and 12. Yeah. Um, that's the most common what we see around here. But then when you get into some of the areas, it all flows downhill to a central location. And the closer you get to that sewer treatment center, the bigger those pipes are going to be because there's more flowing into it. Got it. And so in areas where you're real close to that treatment center, they'll be the bigger sizes. Gotcha. Um, so are those sewer treatment plants or what, is that what they are? Mm -hmm. Sewer yeah. treatment plant. Do they, do, are they usually at the lowest elevation in a pop in a city or that's, wherever? That's the goal. Um, some just because of the way geography works or topography, I guess is the right word. Um, you don't always have that option. And so then you get into real technical systems with lift stations where it actually flows to a place where there's a pump to lift it up again and then flow and then downhill. Down. And, and then sometimes it goes through multiple lift stations to get to that sewer treatment plant. But ideally that sewer treatment plant will be at the lowest point of that system. Okay. So, uh, what are we wanting to like get across in this episode today. Well, one thing that I find interesting when you're talking sewer mains, lift stations, you know, when you're, when you're in a lift station, it's a forced main, um, to where you're pressurizing it and you can move lots of, of waste down a pipe with a smaller diameter pipe uh, at when you're doing a gravity system where it's just on slope. One we've talked in, in our, um, sewer mains for our homes on our laterals, We've used 2% quite a bit on the slope that it should have, a quarter inch per foot. Um, what determines the slope on a pipe is the size of the pipe. And so the larger pipe you can go, the flatter you can go on your pipe. And so on on our four inch pipe, as you've pointed out, like that's pretty small compared to the city mains, right? Sure. Um, you can go as flat on an eight inch pipe as um, point five percent so less than half a percent on a on a line you can lay a main at because it's designed to always have a quarter uh, well it's to the spring line so there's like three inches of that pipe is always in water mm. you know so um that's one thing that i've found interesting i don't know you i can tell you don't find that very interesting i mean isn't that that's pretty cool isn't it so I've, well, I'm sorry that my face did not register the level of excitement inside. He's just so baffled that his face can't catch up. Yeah, it's, like I've never had to communicate that level of excitement using pretty, only pretty facial excitement. features. Well, we'd appreciate it if you'd do better. So, with <laughs> when you're talking about force mains on force mains, typically the the sewer the treatment plants are at the lower point of the cities. Around here, we've got Utah Lake, we've got Great Salt Lake. Um, that's where most of the treatment plants are and they're down lower where the lakes are because it's a natural lake where water's running. Um, the, once it starts its journey, you flush the toilet, it runs through your line. It drops in like we talked into the sewer main, whatever that size may be, typically eight to 12 inch. Um, some of the ones running through Salt Lake are close by treatment plants. There's some bigger mains out there that homes are connected right into it, mm -hmm. but it starts its journey. And depending on where you're at, if you're in the Utah County area where we're at, almost everything goes to Utah Lake. Um, it goes to a treatment plant. Okay. Yeah, so then it goes into to the Utah lake. lake, but the treatment plant. Because there are jokes about uh, <laughs> things pumping directly into Utah Lake. They're not a joke. That, oh, know, we've seen it. I mean, it, well, for years, that's the way it was in Utah Lake is it just went right into the lake. And But we'll, we'll, we'll let's follow this journey, okay? So 
depending on where you live, if you're higher up in the valley, it's going to go through just multiple lines. It's going to miles and miles and miles of pipe. And it's going to go, it could start out as an eight inch line, work its way up to as big as a 42 and a 60 inch. I, I installed a 60 inch line from Lehigh all the way to Saratoga Springs back in 96. And that line, uh, is always almost half full you know 60 inch pipe in saratoga springs yeah we i installed it it was out of the treatment plant um in uh american fork but it ended up to lehigh across lehigh right on the edge of the lake and it's what all of saratoga springs eagle mountain drops into wow so um but so it, it goes through miles of pipe once it hits the sewer treatment plant um it will drop in and it'll go through a screen once it hits that screen it's kind of separating all big debris may basically before it gets to the grinder the grinder is just what it sounds like the grinder is something that kind of just grinds and and mushes and it goes through a smaller screen that stuff that is caught by the screen is whisked up and and actually put in a dumpster that goes to the landfill the water the liquid that goes past the grinder and the second screen it goes into the treatment area. It will be. What's that face for? <laughs> I don't, the, the treatment is, in my mind, maybe I just always have looked at it wrong. You know, I've always pictured some chemical treating or something. The treatment is treated by the sun. The sun is the treatment. And the and bacteria. The bacteria that's naturally growing mm-hmm. and, and the sun work together. But it, there's big, round, um, open areas of the waste. And it is sitting in under treatment and it's treated to the point to where they feel it's clean enough and then it's released into the lake. And they do test it. They, they test the water a little bit before they let it just dump right into the lake to make sure it is cleaner. So in my mind, I was, I was actually listening to uh, the Joe Rogan podcast and they were talking about, um, I don't remember exactly what they were talking about, but they actually mentioned like, this big tube in Florida where the wastewater is like going into the ocean. And so when you talked about seen this, when you talked about the, you know, the stuff piping into Utah Lake, that is what I envisioned. So what you're saying is like this stuff right here is considered clean and treated. Yeah. As far as harmful bacteria and things. Yeah. It's not clean. It's but just it's not, safe. it's got the bacteria. But it's ready to dilute. It, it's got the bacteria that won't kill you is out of it. It still has bacteria in it. And so, you're going to get sick from drinking it. You're just not going to die immediately. You get sick from drinking most natural water though. Yeah. Um, but no, that image is not incorrect. And so over at the, well, well, I'll just say a lake. Over in a lake where I know the, where the outlet is. One particular we water ski in that area the first of the year because the water's always warmer there. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. It is the warm spot of the lake to go start. The beginning of the season, you go play in that area because the water's at least 10 degrees warmer. Have, have right you ever there. heard the joke, what do you call Lake Powell without the pee? 10 feet deep. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, okay, so let me let me wrap my head around this i'm gonna repeat because yeah. like i get i get my brain like gets distracted and goes off so while you were talking <laughs> i may have missed something but you're saying that all of the stuff collects into this one big pipe 
and then it's flowing to the city's treatment uh, plant or whatever. But, but, but at that place, there's uh, grates and, and filters filters of yeah. sorts where it's like collecting the big stuff that stuff gets skimmed off the top and then gets sent to uh, a landfill mm-hmm. and then what's left goes into these holding ponds or holding Vault. things yeah. and it, it the sun's rays will kill the bad stuff and then once if they feel like okay cool it's been quote so unquote long. treated yeah. then it gets pumped into a body of water for us. It's a lake. What if you live in an area where they don't have a body of water? Like they'll mm-hmm. ditch it to it. They'll find a way to get it there. There's that re- will be the body of water. Yeah. yeah. Jordan L river has got little treatment plants connecting into it. That's taken it to the great salt lake. So there's lots of All the little rivers and-, r- rivers and stuff that are taking it there. Okay. So it goes into these bodies of water that you are swishing around in your mouth when you're playing yeah. out on the lake. Yeah. Um, you you really shouldn't be. Like, yeah. that's, it's not ideal. The, the rivers and lakes are not clean to be swishing around in your mouth at any time. Now, one of the cool parts, though, is the natural process that rivers filter water through. Gravel in the bottom of the river, things like that. It actually cleans water really well. I, I remember being on a rafting trip. It was like a high adventure trip. How much water did you drink? Well, no, 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 no. Like we were in the boats and we were, we were floating the Chattooga river and there were like rapids and things like that. But when you're on the calm sections of the, of the river, you know, it's like, Hey, well, I need to go to the bathroom. What do you do? And the river guides would be like, well, just hop in yeah, just go." and they'd be like the solution to pollution is dilution. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's uh that's interesting, but I I've never, I'm, I guess I've just never blissful ignorance. I've never connected uh, that. Like we're the, pumping this stuff into the natural wildlife is also pumping into the same water. Yes. And I always heard like, Hey, that there's another, there was an older uh, Indian gentleman that like would be one of the, um, instructors at the boy scout camp or whatever and he had a joke you know he's like you know the indians would would um lean down to the river or the the, yeah they they take a sip and they'd be like uh you know there's buffalo upstream or something Mm -hmm. like that and we've come a long ways i mean look at what how did we do it before sewer systems i don't know We we dug a hole we dug a hole but in the cities they dumped it in the gutter and it ran down the gutter and out of the city. Yeah, those big cities like New York mm-hmm. and London things like that were so like a lot of the, the pot. You know, you don't have a pot to piss. A in. chamber you, pot. You know where that yeah. came from. You know, you don't even have a pot to piss in. That was their bathroom. You know, they'd fill that after the night and go dump it in the gutter and then make breakfast the next morning mm, in the same pot. Yep, biscuits and gravy. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's the biggest reason they say indoor plumbing has done so much for the health of society sure. is because now all the bacteria that was just running down the gutter is actually going to a healthy place where it's cleaned and treated by nature and then Okay. So so I'm going to sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. Where I was going to go, I was going to move it along and say, "Okay, well, uh, logic would say, well that stuff eventually like the water's got to come back to the house mm-hmm. and we're talking about how this is in the lake and things. Tell me that it at least gets treated again before it like, like there's another treatment area where they do a little bit more than bake it in the sun. It, it does. Yes. Okay. There so are, what happens next? Those, so then after the, you know, especially in an area like ours where we do have some water around, they take that water from the rivers, from the lakes, and it goes to another treatment plant, which now does use chemicals. 
um, the chlorines and things like that that they put into the water to just make it even cleaner. Um, and that's not because of what we are putting into it through our sewer systems necessarily. It's, it's the nature. Uh, there's bacteria in there that you just don't, you can't drink because we're humans and we're fickle. Um, and so they do more treating, treating before it comes back. But yes, essentially, eventually the water that you flush down your toilet will make it through all these processes and everything and eventually come back to your house through your kitchen faucet or whatever. Hmm. Um, and so, yeah, eventually all that water gets cycled back. Uh, around here where we have pressurized irrigation, um, the pressurized irrigation that we water our yards with and, and everything else, that one gets put on our yards much quicker. Yeah, it's almost direct almost direct from those bodies of water to for your your secondary water that they call it pressurized irrigation those things that is mostly direct from those bodies of water or those reservoirs that you see in neighborhoods where it's a man-made reservoir mm -hmm. that's a lot a lot of times for the sprinklers gotcha all right so <clears throat> so the chemicals and things that they're using uh i mean that's they make filtration systems and things i guess that's why they talk about uh you know the acceptable level of you know contamination right. before it can be pumped to people's homes exactly because there's it always starts with some contamination and then they clean it out and get rid of it and it becomes acceptable i am going to have my kids listen to this episode because i have a um like a reverse osmosis little water filter thing on the on the kitchen mm -hmm. counter and i always drink that and they always drink the tap water and i'm like guys you need to be drinking this. So whose bubbles do you want me to burst? At <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Reverse osmosis water is very, very, very clean. So clean to the point where the nutrients that you need from the water, magnesium, calcium, those kind of things are also not there. Got, see, I'm glad you went there because I get those at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our sources. <laughs> but that's why you'll see like the if you read into the fine print on a bottle of distilled water cuz yes. it's also the same way. It will say not to use it as your exclusive drinking source. Mm -hmm. And because your body needs the nutrients and so you buy the bottles of drinking water rather than the bottles of distilled water because a lot of times they actually pump those nutrients back into it. Um and so there's there's pros and cons to both. Um, but the, one of the coolest things I heard many years ago is that there has never been and never will be any more or any less water on the earth than there is right now. Uh, and so you think about that and then you think how much water we use, that water is existing on the earth already and always has and always will. And so we have to treat it and clean it. That's the only way to supply the water. You can't just make water out of nowhere. You have to get it that's already here. And the water that's here must be cleaned in order for it to be healthy for us to drink. So how do I get water? that I want to drink that I just, that didn't just like come out of Utah Lake. Well, it's all treated. So even if it yeah, is, yeah, but like, I, I don't, even if well, you're those chemicals and like things like that, things like that. Uh, where you're at, I know where you live. <laughs> yep. I do. <laughs> yours is all coming from, uh, springs and drilled wells. Mm -hmm. So yours is before the Utah Lake. So you don't need to worry about it. Yeah, but there are I've people. I've swam in your water tanks before. <laughs> which means uh, <laughs> while which means swimming. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I peed in them too, but I, I did swim in them. And, it's you know, the one time know. I decide to edit, he just goes for it. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, but there's other people listening. Okay, so like you talked about this water treatment stuff. And like, yes, okay, the water is safe to, to drink. Mm -hmm. But like the 
the mental image. So filters, if you if you want to talk about filters, when when we are filtering, we we drill down and we we drilled wells, we drill deep enough, and the reason why it's got to be deep enough is because the ground is the best filter mm-hmm. known to man. When they're making filters or or developing springs. The, the way you develop it is gravel, sand, gravel, sand. You try to emulate the and natural process. Ru- the water going through that scrubs all the stuff you want. And so it doesn't seem that clean, but that is a filter. You know, the, the natural ground is the best filter. And most of the sewage that that would be treated, it would have gone through the sewer treatment plant, maybe through the lake, and then into the ground, and then into our drinking source like through a well or or something that's been through the ground hundreds of feet. So by then and it's so, been filtered many times. So um, you burst my bubble on the RO system. Go ahead and burst my kids' bubbles because yeah. I I really just need them to like feel so foolish. You'll, you'll see now and then reports on the news or whatever of boil orders. We just got <clears throat> had one in Pleasant mm-hmm. Grove. You did. Yep. Uh, and that's usually E. coli is the most common contaminant. That's what they claimed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and E. coli is one of the harder ones to filter out of there, and it's also one of the most prolific ones. It gets into the water. It spreads really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, was, I, mean, so I, I had them drinking that RO water then. Yeah, and so drinking straight out of the tap, you know, they can they catch those. But some, I mean, who knows how long it's been there before they caught it. And right, so there yeah. is that risk. Um, but for the most part, drinking straight out of taps just fine. Drink it straight out of the garden hose for all I care. Apparently, you're not supposed to do that anymore, but we, we always did. Well, ours is hooked up to secondary water now. I wouldn't recommend well, it. I wouldn't drink that one. That's straight up duck poop. <laughs> it's good for the grass. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Oh, okay. So, <sighs> hmm. As far as the treatment that they would do to your water, it's either going to be some a little bit of chlorine, and uh, what is that stuff? Fluoride. Fluoride. Yep, that's all they'll use. Other than that, the water that they're going to be pulling from whatever stream or or well is going to pass a bacteria test. Uh, okay, so well, let's let's go to bottled water for a minute. A lot of them are you know spring water stuff like that. They advertise it as this comes from a natural spring. What that means is that that water source for that area is coming from a spring, much like yours at your house. Somebody turned on a tap and filled up a bottle and put a lid on it and sold it as different water. Hmm. Most of the time, you're drinking the same water in a bottle that you're drinking out of your tap. It's just somebody else's tap. Hmm. Okay. So if someone wants to filter their water and and have cleaner water, what, what should they do? Actually, that's not even where you guys wanted to go with this episode. But no, but that's there's where tons you, of options for water filtration. But after if the idea after this is, picture the, to like what I'm drinking, hey, that's where you took it then because you brought that picture up. I did bring that up, but like you guys talked about, like a sewage pipe pumping right into Utah Lake. Yeah, the thing is on this picture, like where it's coming into the water, it's green. That and like that's where all the fish <laughs> are swarming. It's, it's quite often a very yeah. Very, there's a lot of fish. They in those like areas. to eat it. Um, but no, uh, there's tons of things you can do to clean your water. If the idea is make it safer, you're more or less wasting your time. Um, but some people like to filter it for taste or for the, you know soften it for the way it feels while you're showering. So like Kool Aid. So put Kool Aid. Put Kool Aid in it if you want taste. Yeah. And so I mean, really, there's not really a necessity to cleaning your water any more than it already is. Um, but one thing I do want to go back to is those filter screens at the sewer treatment plant and what they're actually pulling off of there. Okay, do it. Um, there, there's 
oh, there's always threats of class action lawsuits and things against flushable wipes and whatnot. And the big three, the big reason is that once those get to that sewer treatment plant and they haven't broken down, toilet paper is designed to completely break apart. And so by the time it gets to the sewer treatment plant, it's just part of the water that then gets filtered out the natural way. Those things that don't break apart, uh, feminine hygiene products, flushable wipes, anything you put into the toilet besides toilet paper and waste, it gets caught on those screens and then has to be pulled out of there, put in a dumpster, hauled off to the landfill. And the more we're putting into that, the more we're making it difficult to get that stuff cleaned out. And so there are tons of videos and pictures and things on the internet of some of those uh, real populated areas. Uh, was it New York that had the diaper thing? Uh, there were so many diapers being flushed down the system. They had this just mound of diapers and things that they were pulling out of that sewer water as it got to those filters. And so, you know, we all complain about how much we pay in our sewer bill, um, but that is going to these cleaning efforts. And that is what it's going to go up the harder we make the filtration process. Mm. And so the more things we're putting in, not only are we going to clog up our own sewer mains and laterals, which we can definitely go into there, the differences between city and home, um, but we're also increasing the workload on the filtration process and the manpower and the equipment necessary to get that stuff out of the water. It literally has to be removed from the water. And then when you get into your home, let, let, let's talk about the differences between a city uh, pipe and a home pipe. Matt touched on a little bit with how much water's flowing through. Um, but the big reason for the bigger pipes not needing as much grade is just how much water is constantly flowing through there. It never has a chance to stop. And so stuff doesn't have a chance to stop either. Whereas in our pipe, you got thousands and thousands and thousands of gallons water running past your house through the city sewer all the time. In your home, about 500 gallons per day, uh, not just per minute, per day, uh, running through a typical home system. And so that pipe goes stagnant a lot where you're not running water. There's not water running fl flowing through there. So the stuff in the water has a much higher chance of stopping. And getting caught so if you have things like bellies and offset joints things like that there's a high opportunity for things to get stuck whereas in the city system and they're constantly maintaining their systems to keep them flowing properly i wouldn't even say maintaining it's more that they're fixing they have a full-time they, yeah they're fixing, fixing and constantly um, and, and for them, it's different. You know, they've got insurance policies and things like that. And when a city sewer backs up, it affects several homes and they, they call the insurance company, they come in, they clean up the mess. But if I'm, if it's my home and it's on me, especially where homeowners insurance things don't often cover a lot of this stuff, it comes straight out of my pocket. Homeowners insurance doesn't cover sewer backups. A lot of times they'll cover the cleanup but not actually fixing it. Really? Whereas we all pay taxes and things to the city and that's what they use to fix theirs. And so for them, it's just they've got this bank of money sitting aside specifically for fixing sewer lines because they know from experience they're going to have to fix a lot of them and replace a lot of them. Whereas homeowners, we're not quite as prepared as they are. And we don't have people paying us every month to put into our bank for our sewer line. So if my sewer line fails, um, it's possible that my insurance isn't going to cover that? It's likely. Likely. Yeah. So are there... Um, riders that you add on to your policy like you've got you can get specific fire insurance mm -hmm. and flood insurance and earthquake insurance yeah and this is all very specific to your policy your insurance company some of them do offer riders uh, most of them will only cover what's on your property and in most cases it's only what's within the footprint of your home hmm. um, and so the cleanup portion is often covered but actually fixing the pipe if you want to cover anything outside your home it's it's a rider 
Yeah, it's Whew. not typically and, part of a regular policy. And the stuff in your yard, mm-hmm. until it gets to the city, that stuff is your responsibility. Absolutely. So you've got this big chunk of of sewer main line that is, uh, it's not impervious. It mm-hmm. is susceptible to, uh, you know, Problems. aging and, and breaking down and failing mm-hmm. that is not covered by anyone right not not covered by anyone's insurance the city's not going to pick up the tab the city's not going to pick up the tab and even in especially where we're at where the city main there's just one main for each street right in the middle of the street Hmm. homeowners are in most cases responsible all the way to that city main so under the sidewalk under the Hmm. curb and gutter underneath the road and that's the stuff that your insurance in most cases is not going to pick up and so so they might cover the stuff in your yard but they're not going to cover out. Yeah, in most cases. And even that stuff in your yard, that's where you've got to get real technical with riders and things like that on oh, your policy gotcha. because your homeowner insurance policy typically is designed to cover anything within the footprint of your home. Mm-hmm. Anything outside the walls of your house are not typically covered. Um, there are some companies that make it a little more standard, very few. Um, and so in most cases, you have to add that on, which means additional premium cost and things like that. Um, but uh, if, yeah, if you're an insurance agent that's listening right now, and you and your insurance covers that damage and replacing your sewer main line as part of your regular policy, get at me. Mm-hmm. Leave me a comment. Send me an email, mike.wilson at anyhourservices.com. I'll show you some love on the podcast. Yeah, we'll get that out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and there's a few. But uh, for the most part, if, it's, if it is even allowed by your insurance company, it's something you have to elect. Mm. Um, and then, even still, they usually will stop at the property line just because – the the city owns everything past property line, but you technically have an easement more or less over your pipe where you are responsible. Hmm. And because you're the only person who uses that portion of the line, and so you're the only person responsible for it. Got it. Uh, and so it, it gets gray. There are some areas where sewer districts have their own specific insurance policies for some of those portions, things like that. But for the most part, homeowners well, are Well, it's got to get messy also. Do you ever have situations where you have – two different homes running into a pipe that connects that isn't the city's that then connects to the city. We do see that. And in most cases, then it still falls to the two homeowners that use it. There are even some cities around here. We've got Ogden city uh, where it's, you cannot actually repair that shared portion of line because they're they're by code required to be separate now. Mm. And so if a portion in the, in the shared spot after they've tied together, if something goes wrong there, you're more or less forced to separate those lines and dig new ones in. Um, and that's still on the homeowners. The city still doesn't cover any of that. Yeah, Being the a homeowner, to get like, two homeowners to go, agree to split the cost. I have, <laughs> I have seen friendships of 30 years just completely dissolved by sewer line problems. Wow. What else you got to say, Matt? I saw you over there doodling. Was that just to keep yourself busy? You drew a Pac-Man ghost. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Let me see. That, that's, He's that's so weird. entertained. No, it's not a Pac-Man. It's not. It's it not looks like a guy with a beard. Are you yeah. drawing like a sewer treatment monster? Mm-hmm. Mm. Glad to see this episode's like riveting. <laughs> your interest. <laughs> Everyone out there is Everyone's like. so entertained. Mm. Yeah, All right. This is uh, fun. Well, did we. Well, I was going to ask, did we cover what all you wanted to cover? But I don't know if you were listening. Yeah, we covered it. I was listening. I'm, I'm a multi-cataster. Multi-cataster? You're the one that taught me about multitasking. 
All multitasking really means is you're only putting half your attention to each one, so neither <laughs> one of them really get done. <laughs> Sounds like something I said. Okay. <laughs> well, um, anything else that you feel like uh, homeowners need? To know? We covered. We went a lot of different. We places. covered a lot of things there. So, but I, I thought it was interesting. Uh, Austin has a question. I just want to make sure that I have it's this safe. straight. Everybody's poop and pee sits in a big barrel and gets baked by the sun for a little while and then gets dumped into our lakes. Yep. And we go play in it. Yep. That's wild. Isn't it crazy? It's gross. The, the is what cool it is. thing is, though, like if you look at the science, That's why and I don't swim. Dude, that is it makes, wild. That like, changes like my whole. It's like. <laughs> it makes you appreciate the nature of it, though. The fact that the ground cleans that water enough for us to be safe to go swim and play in it. It's really pretty cool. Does it get there, dumped into the rivers or just the lakes? Both. Both. It depends on depends the, on what's closest. where it's at. Yeah. Like around here, everything just goes straight to the lake. Uh, you got a big treatment plant in Provo that goes right to the lake. Now, there's a lot to it. Like we said, it goes through screens and, and grinders and, and uh, then the sun, and it's got holding containers to hold it for a while. And, but, yeah. yeah. And then it warms, it warms the lake. You are swimming in water you once pooped in. It's gross. <laughs> it is. It's pretty cool, though. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> you have it right. Yeah, you got it. Well, uh, that's the show. <laughs> uh, tune in next Tuesday for another episode of In the House. Um, I'd like to thank everyone that uh, was here and enlightened us on the process. If you'd like to know more about Any Hour Services, visit anyhourservices.com. I've been your host, Mike Wilson, and you've been listening to In, in the, the House. House. Thanks for the assist there, I got Jason. you. I got you. <laughs> See ya.